Hey there, this is Brian Carney, and you're listening to No Good Music. Woo-woo! So we have a special guest with us today. He's actually in the studio with us. I can't yeah, believe yeah. it. I'm right here. He's a voiceover artist, actor. He also tells me he's a musician. Mm, we're going to find out. An all-around great guy. <laughs> Let's welcome to No Good Music, Mr. Brian Carney. Oh, please, sit down. Everybody <laughs> sit down. <laughs> so how, how was the drive? The Pleasant? drive was uh, uneventful. Uh, I didn't okay. see any snow. Well, one little area, there was a little bit of snow on the ground. Yeah, we were worried about the weather. No, but nothing at all. Yeah. Uh, and it was raining pretty hard uh, right before I got to your house here. But uh, no, it was a, a good trip. Nice. Thank you for driving here. Oh, it's okay. Because we could have done it on Zoom. But That's all right. It's my, great you being here. My yeah. pleasure. I don't know how to do the Zoom thing anyway. So. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is much better. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your voice is, you know, it's just like you're right here, you know. It's like I'm right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know it is. Yeah. Now, huh. Jim, you wanted to start at the beginning, is it? Yeah, let's start at the very beginning. Yeah, very beginning. Tell us about the day you were born. The day I was born. <laughs> February 21st, 1946. <laughs> I was told I was born at 925 in the morning. Okay. And that's... I don't remember much from that day. It was a dark. <laughs> it was dark. And, and then you saw the light. Place. <laughs> and then it was light. Uh -huh. So for our listeners, your father was Art Carney. Mm -hmm. Great actor, comedian. Played Ed Norton, of course, on The Honeymooners. And right. Was in, won an Academy Award for Harry and Tonto. Mm -hmm. when, you were, when you were young, your friends, fathers, parents had regular jobs. Most of them, yeah. Yeah. They did. When did you realize that your father had a different job or realized he was an actor or famous? Like, was there a point? Yeah. Um, well, I think it was because uh, people talked about what my dad did more than what some of my other friends' fathers did. Okay. You know, a dentist or a lawyer or mm -hmm. whatever, uh, because he was in the public eye and... Uh, so that then I realized something was, you know, uh, going on. And uh, also, very often people would treat me a little differently, too. You know, I would get that. But um, you can kind of see right through that very often. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, you see through it. You, even at a young age, you can kind of go, you know, what's he, what's he doing? Why is he being so nice to me, you know? Where you live, were you living in... When you were like, you know, eight, ten, were you in Connecticut? Or? No, I was living in Crestwood, which is part of Yonkers, New York. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So you got, yeah. you got the Honeymooners on yeah. Channel 11. Yeah, okay. when, I was, um, when I was about ten years old, the Honeymooners came on. The Gleason show was before that. Mm -hmm. But then uh, the Honeymooners, uh, you know, took on a life of its own. And uh, uh, that was around 1955 when they started yeah. filming the show. And I was... Mm -hmm. I was nine years old then, okay. nine or ten. And I was wondering, so your uh, classmates and such, is that a show that they would watch or their parents would Everybody be watching? Everybody was watching that, I think, in New York. Well, yeah, I don't know if the kids were watching it. I, I can't really remember if they said anything about it, but 
Uh, I know the parents were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and especially because the people in Crestwood, where I grew up, were watching it. You know, because yeah. he lived right down the street. So mm-hmm. yeah. it was a big deal. And when it was first on, it was a weekly. So it was once a week. Right. Now, when I, when I was like, I don't know, eight, 10, it was in reruns by that time. And uh, my dad watched it yeah. a lot. So I think it was on every night then. Yeah, yeah. when I was in college, a lot of my uh, college friends, we, we would watch it mm-hmm. at night <laughs> also. So your, your dad brought you to work one day, right? A couple of times, as at a very young age, I, I remember being there. I don't remember specifics, really. I okay. remember one funny time, he uh, had me off stage, and uh, the June Taylor dancers, who used to uh-huh. open up the Gleason show, yeah. uh, were coming off stage, and my father was standing next to me. And as the girls came off, he would say, this is my son, Brian. Hi, this is my son, Brian. Mm-hmm. This is my son, Brian. <laughs> oh, yeah. And all I remember uh, really was rear ends and legs. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I saw because I was, you know, Three only about tall. four feet tall. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I remember that and being on the set of mm-hmm. The Honeymooners also. Did you meet the cast? Did you meet Audrey Meadows? Yeah, I, I knew Audrey Meadows pretty well. And I knew uh, Trixie pretty well, Joyce Randolph. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gleason I only met a couple of times, but uh, he, he was nice to me. You know, he kind of was brief. Mm-hmm. He'd say, uh, my father would say, uh, Jackie, you remember meeting my, bro- my son, uh, Brian? And he'd go, yeah, how you doing, pal? How's <laughs> <Yeah>, school? <laughs> yeah, okay. And that was pretty much the conversation <laughs> with Jackie Gleason. Yeah. So you, you've done some acting yourself. Yeah, I've done some acting, uh, mainly in uh, TV commercials. But I found your first movie you did called Ravagers. Ravagers. Yes, yes. From 1979. Oh, boy. Is this true? This this is true. You were probably in your 20s, I'd say. Uh, Late 20s. I guess late 20s. Yeah. Ernest Borgnine was in that, Richard Harris, and of course your father. Woody Strode. From Spartacus, he was in it. Oh. Anne Turkell, who was married to Richard Harris. Okay. Did you meet Richard Harris? He was oh, a, yeah. I always thought he was a strange fellow. He was very nice. Okay. Yeah, everybody was great. I think the one, Woody Strode was just a wonderful guy. And uh, boy, if we, when we'd go into a restaurant or something after we'd been shooting, mm-hmm. uh, the place would go crazy over him. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was, uh, I think he lived in Hawaii. But he was a really nice guy, and uh, Ernest Borgnine also was terrific. Mm-hmm. We had lunch together a number mm-hmm. of times okay. while we were shooting the movie. Yeah, I was wondering about him, what it would be like to, to you know, work with him or meet him. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah. great. He was great. Yeah. You're in the movie more than one scene, but I noticed you don't have any speaking role. Yes, I do. You do? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, one of my lines was, Ravagers! Oh, okay. That was one of my lines. <laughs> there you go. Uh, another line I said, uh, they asked me about where we get the fish that we were eating. And I said, we get them right here in the channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, those are the only two lines I remember. I might have had one other line. Now I have a picture here because oh, I, I wasn't sure which person you were. Boy, I'm glad so this, this is radio. But, I, but this kind of looks like you. <laughs> so we're going to see. Is this you? That's me. Okay. That's me. I had a beard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had my little... Um, you were wondering my, about that. My little yeah. uh, Pisces... 
tattoo on my shoulder, which is mm. I still have. Okay, that's a real tattoo. Oh, okay. So the guy oh, went, "Oh, yeah. don't cover that up." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that. I was thinking that might have been, uh, you know, for the movie done in, you know, ink. No, uh, not under the skin, but it is. It's a, it's authentic. That's that's a All real right. one. All right, for our listeners, oh, he's oh, showing it. Oh, oh there oh, it wow. is. There Thanks. it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get, oh. a, to get a photo. <laughs> Wait a minute, we got a picture. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a PG podcast. Was I yeah. smiling? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, this, it? yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you've got uh, you've got a skull cap like uh, the Edge from U uh, two. I see. Yeah, you started that. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, and the, the thing about the movie, it, it went directly to uh, VHS. Okay. It didn't uh, go into any theaters or anything. I found it on uh, Tubi. I think it's called. Well, we. We got a copy of it uh, before it was released anywhere. And my father and I were up in Connecticut watching it. Uh-huh. And it really wasn't very good. Um, but, and I hope I'm not stepping on anybody's toes here. But after about a half hour, my father turned to me and he went, what the hell's going on in this thing? <laughs> and he was in it. <laughs> he didn't even know what was going on. I can't follow this. Well, when you film a movie, you might film it out of sequence, too. Yeah. And you, yeah, you, yeah. you really you <laughs> kind of know the story, maybe. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Now, is that something you wanted to do in the beginning at that age, was well, to be an actor? Uh, well, actually, I was a singer for 10 years. Okay. Uh, well, let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I taught myself the guitar in high school when I was away at boarding school. And um, after I went to one year of college, I hooked up with a guy in college, and we were playing around local uh, Indiana Mm -hmm. places. And then uh, when I came home, I started uh, singing in local clubs in Mount Vernon, New York, and White Plains, New York. And uh, then I got on a tour of touring colleges. And I was playing a lot of oldies and uh, some folk music, but mostly old rock and roll. And uh, I ended up playing uh, about 200 different colleges around the country. Yeah, I was Mm -hmm. on tour for about nine years. So they're mostly cover? Yeah, mostly cover stuff. I had a couple of songs I wrote, Mm -hmm. but uh, mostly all Everly Brothers and Elvis and uh, Neil Diamond and the Beatles. Yeah, I had a great time. And about what year was this? This, it started uh, around 67, around there, 68. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was starting to walk. I was this, I was this tall. Oh. Yeah, I was a foot and a half tall. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was here. I was around. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to tell this story. You told me this when we went to lunch um, a couple of years ago at Tony Lip, and you told me about a story about fans showing up at your father's house like you said you were about 12 yeah well they would drive by the house in crestwood when i was living there and okay you know you could see the cars slow up and go real slow in front of the house and Mm -hmm. uh, up in connecticut we had a beach house and the people would walk along the beach and they'd stop in front of the house and they'd be looking and you know kind of from a distance but looking Mm -hmm. in the windows and (laughs) my father would be in the dining room and he'd be kind of hiding a little bit and Uh he'd say to me he'd say look at them Look at these people. It's like it's like I'm in the zoo, and they're trying to get a look at me. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know. 
<laughs> did he ever did he ever tease them you know with his uh comedic talent did he ever uh maybe uh you know perform for them in the well, windows he would sometimes go over to the picture window in the dining room and just start waving uh-huh. crazy like you know and the people <laughs> then they didn't know what to do yeah uh one time um somebody came up to the door knocked on the door and my mother my father was in the kitchen having breakfast mm-hmm. and my mother answered the door and she said, uh, they said, is this Art Carney's house? And she went, oh, sure, come on in. And she brought him right into the kitchen where my father was having breakfast. And he was like, what are you doing? But, uh, and they got a, you know, they got a thrill out of it. And mm-hmm. uh, it was pretty funny. My father mm-hmm. had him laughing pretty good. Yeah, we were on our way to Maine one time. And I had, I'd written to your father, I have to say, like six times. Uh-huh. And I know he's very good with autographs. I even had, I have a signed golf ball. I sent him golf balls. And- oh, that was tough. He said, <laughs> yeah. have you ever tried to sign a golf ball yeah. with a, sh- with a uh, Sharpie? <laughs> with all the little dimples in it and stuff? Mm-hmm. It, it makes you look like you're 135 years yeah. old, you know. <laughs> but he would sign them. Uh, mm-hmm. And he would, uh, he would send off the mail the same day that he got the requests. Mm-hmm. So he was pretty good about that. Yeah, when I first found out you could write to someone you know, and get an autograph. He was the first person, I think it was 1995, mm-hmm. 96, something like that. And he had, he would send the photo, you probably know, with him coming out of the Out of the, the sewer. sewer. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You've done, like you said, some TV commercials and mm-hmm. most notably the Geico commercials. Yeah, that was probably the biggest uh, campaign I ever did. I probably was in, I don't know, 125 150 uh, really? commercials on camera. Wow. Yeah, everything. I, 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 I did commercials for beer and diapers and uh, mm-hmm. pain relievers. Wow. And <laughs> Now, I, I recall the, uh, the Geico commercial. I believe you are uh, leading a, a meeting at the boardroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, that, is that you? Is that one you of the... with the stain? The talking stain? That's uh, right. That's not a Geico. No, that's... Okay. Oh, oh that talk- one? I'm not sure. I, remember- I think it's the one where they thought that uh, the, uh, the gecko was Australian or something. Mm. And he was actually English. <laughs> he's, the, he's the voice of an English actor. Yes, oh, that's, okay. yes that's the one. Yeah, yeah who's um, in soap operas in England. And I can't think of his name right now, but I did know it. So how did you, how did you do that? Did they play, play what the lizard was saying? Was there a little stuffed lizard there? <laughs> no, or- no. They, <laughs> they, uh, they had a model of the height okay. of the uh, gecko <laughs> and I would look at the head and then they would remove it and I'd look continue looking until they put a spot on the table okay. so it looked right I, like I was looking at his face okay and uh, the assistant director would read the gecko's lines and I would be looking at this spot talking to him <laughs> okay. but there was nothing there yeah. Oh, okay yeah and uh, we did 14 different spots uh, out in California, we shot them all. And you do you do voiceover work for commercials? Yeah, yeah I did. Uh, I've heard you on the New York stations. Yeah, I've done, uh, yeah, I did a lot of voice work, too. For the first 10 years, I was just doing on camera. Then for 20 years, I was doing just voice. And then I got back into doing on camera again. But I did, uh, I had a lot of campaigns um, for... Uh, Unlike soap with heavy perfumes and greasy creams, ivory is pure. <laughs> uh, that was one. Or uh, Tylenol, 
recommended the most by the people who know the most. <laughs> of course, my my voice is a little huskier, I think, now than it yeah. was. Oh, it's even more uh, believable now, yeah. Or gold MasterCard, the best gold card to master the moment. Nice. That's, that's just a few of them, but... <laughs> was there any voiceover job that was the, the most challenging to do? Yeah, I, I was the voice of a um, air duct. <laughs> yeah, I had to be the voice of an air duct, and it was for a, a company that cleans air ducts. Okay. And this was an on-camera, too, a local on-camera yeah. ad. And uh, I had to go, um, like, if, if you're having trouble cleaning, cleaning your air ducts, <gasps> Call up so-and-so and so-and-so, ah, because they'll come by and they'll clean it for you, you know. And that was the voice I had yeah, to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That could go right to an anti-smoking campaign. And Yeah, it could. Yeah. Uh, but the problem was that doing that every once in a while, yeah, you cough. Yeah. I'd start coughing, you know. Mm -hmm. So we tried to get it done as quickly as possible, but that was one of the more challenging ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, you're... you're Back to your father. He he won an Academy Award for uh -huh. Harry and Tonto. Were you, you weren't there, were you? No, no. I was out in the uh, Hampton Bays, Long Island, mm -hmm. uh, with my wife at the time, uh, with some friends watching it on television. Okay. And um, we were all very surprised because he was up against some tough guys. Yeah. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. And, Godfather too. And, mm -hmm. um, well, uh, Chinatown. Um, oh, yeah. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Mm, wow. And Dustin Hoffman for, I think it was Lenny. Yeah. Yeah, it was a tough crowd. Uh, but uh, he pulled it off. And being, I think, the sentimental favorite, too, mm -hmm. uh, didn't hurt because these other guys were young. And I think the Academy thought, these guys are going to win, you know, awards <laughs> yeah. and this and that. And my father was, you know, getting up there. And... Uh, but it was very exciting. I, mm -hmm. I, I was really floored when he won it. Now you have the award with you. I, I do. I've never seen one in person. And that bag is heavy. It and, is. Well, I think like, the Oscar weighs about eight pounds, something oh, like that. Oh, it feels heavier. Than that. Yeah, yeah, and then, together. And then I have uh, one of his Emmys in here. Do you want to show us the awards? Uh, sure. You want to look yeah. at them now? Yeah. yeah, sure. Sure. Oh, wow. This is one of his Emmys. This is his Golden Globe that he won also for Harry and Tonto. So what was the Emmy for? Uh, that Emmy there, he won... Let me get back on mic here. Uh, he won this particular Emmy for um, a TV movie well, that he, that he this, did. That weighs more than eight pounds. I think it's about eight pounds. Wow, the Oscar No, that's got to be more than... Yeah? It. I don't know. You can look it up online or oh, something, okay. how much it weighs. <laughs> maybe maybe I'm, as I'm older, I... You know, I do yeah, little yeah. free weights. Maybe I'm not doing yeah. as much weight as I He needs can. to start lifting regularly with Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Work out with Oscar. <laughs> I'm sorry. I interrupted. Now, this Emmy, uh, this particular one, he won uh, a movie called Terrible Joe Moran, which starred James Cagney. Okay. And he won Best Supporting Actor that year for this. And then he had another one. You've uh, never seen in no. person. Yeah. No, I haven't seen that. He did a special called VIP. Very important people, mm -hmm. and he won an Emmy for that. That was back mm -hmm. in the '60s, I think. And uh, then he won five others connected with the Gleason Show. And what's amazing, Jackie Gleason never won an Oscar. No, never won, even I, for which the Hustler. I, I just find that astounding that he never won yeah. anything because uh, he was such a great actor in comedy and in uh, you know drama. Yeah, I don't know how the voting goes. Whether I don't you, know if you don't 
like the person. <laughs> I don't know if he stepped on some toes or what. I, I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, these are amazing. Yeah. The name again of the movie? What's that? Harry and Tonto. Harry and Tonto. Oh, yeah. That yeah. he won the Oscar for. Oh, Oscar, yeah. I was 1974. Cat's cat uh, Tonto. Yeah. Cat won it. I found the, out the cat won an award. The heck hey. was it called? A, a Patsy Award. They gave out awards for animals. And Tonto won an award? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like last year. We got awards. We got them for everybody. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that. I looked at it. It was up to the like the 1980s. Yeah. And then they did away with it. Oh, isn't that funny? Yeah. No. Yeah, he won not. that year, too. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. A Patsy Award. What, yeah. What, did the cat have another name? A, a, a given, given name? He's listed on the Internet Movie Database as Tonto. He so, is. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if that was his real name. Yeah, my father's name, name. My father's name in the movie was Harry Coombs. Yeah. Yeah, I have, I have that movie. I like that. That's a great movie. Along with Going in Style, that's another. Yeah, I really loved Going in Style. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, very well done. And, uh, you know, George Burns couldn't have been any better in that mm -hmm. god he was so good do you what do you have some favorites or that's one of your favorites right uh yeah yeah i love that uh, lee strasberg and my mm -hmm. dad and george, george burns Bur yeah um yeah i loved harry and tonto um he had a couple of good movies he had another one called the late show with lily mm -hmm. tomlin yeah mm -hmm. that was a terrific movie wasn't he uh, a detective yeah he played one? a detective yeah, i think i have that one yeah, yeah. And uh, it was very confusing, but as the movie went on, you got updates, you know, through the uh, dialogue. Mm -hmm. They kind of brought you up to date. I remember there was a cat in that one in the beginning. Oh, there was? Woman's missing oh, I don't cat. Remember that. Her cat was... Yeah. I don't know. I've, it's been a while since I've seen it. Mm. This is amazing to sit with you, Brian, and uh, with, uh, with the awards here. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was there a point uh, with your father where he... He obviously decided not to act anymore or just kind right. of retire. I think his last movie was with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, The Last Action Hero. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. Way. and he got blown up in a house at the end. He was tied to a oh, chair. Yeah. I guess they just finished beating him up, yeah, and uh -huh. Arnold dove out a window and the whole house exploded with my, with my dad in there. <laughs> so that was his last. I do, remember, I do remember seeing that. I did see okay. that one, yeah. Very sad. Yeah. I got verklempt. <laughs> did you live far away from your father at that point or uh no uh he lived in uh, yonkers mm -hmm. uh an area of yonkers that had a bronxville post office in new york uh right by sarah lawrence college and i was living in um on mclean avenue in yonkers okay. and the the house in connecticut that was mostly a summer house yeah I guess. it was a summer house when we first bought it um and then later on they had the house winterized. So when my my parents were married for about 12 years and got divorced and remarried other people mm -hmm. and eventually divorced those people and remarried yeah, and each they other. Remarried again. Yeah. Uh, and they were together for their last uh, about 25 years mm -hmm. living in the house in Connecticut in the beach house. Mm -hmm. That's an amazing story of coming together. Yeah, and we still have the house and we rent it during the summer uh, in order to help with the the cost of keeping the house mm -hmm. with the taxes and the upkeep and the insurance mm -hmm. and everything else. Mm -hmm. Is there anything in the house of your father's or it's just... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's one room where he had a desk and uh, we have a lot of, some memorabilia in there, okay. pictures and things like that, some awards. I like to see the house sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 
It's a, it's a beautiful old house. Like I said, my wife and I were, when we were on our way to Maine, we drove down. It's like, it's a dead end street. Mm-hmm. And we turned around. I think I mentioned this before. There, did your father have an old truck? Not that I know okay. of, no. Maybe, it, maybe I was at the wrong house. I thought, <laughs> it could have been. I, but I thought I saw him in the, in the driveway. We didn't stay, you know, we were at the end of the yeah, driveway yeah. there. Because I had written to him so many times, I knew the address. Well, you could have gone in. My mother yeah. probably would have let you in, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. You could have had breakfast with him. Yeah, yeah, if you had only known, you could have, uh, you could have done that, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Come on in. Sure, come on in. What are some new projects you're working on? Are you, are uh, nothing right now. I've been, I've been doing commercials and voiceovers for 45 years, if mm-hmm. not longer than that. And uh, it's just kind of slowed up. And okay. so I'm just kind of enjoying all the extra free time. Because when I was working, um, it was a lot of walking around Manhattan and subways and buses. And, you know, some days I'd have five or six auditions, mm-hmm. you know, and throw in a booking or two. And, you know, it was, it was a great time. Uh, I just enjoyed it so much. I was so fortunate to be able to make a living at it. Oh, yeah. Doing something you love. Yeah. yeah. Do you travel at all? Is there any place that you like to go uh-huh. when you're away from home? Uh, well, let's see. My girlfriend and I, we've been to Italy, and oh. we went to California just recently, and her daughter is up in Boston, her daughter Francesca. Mm-hmm. Uh, we visit them just recently also. Uh, and we're going back to California to a, another wedding coming up. And uh, so good. I like okay. to travel upstate New York. Uh, I like to fish. been a fisherman since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Is that streams or lakes? Um it's the sound and yeah. the ocean oh. and uh, the Salmon River up above Syracuse, New York there. Uh, and I also uh, spend time on my motorcycles. I have a couple oh, of yeah. motorcycles that I ride. You're a Harley guy. Yeah, I've got yeah. a couple of Harleys. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I play a little golf. Not very well, but mm-hmm. not enough to be any good, but mm-hmm. it's enjoyable. We, uh, we should uh, let you try one of those signature golf balls and see if it helps your game. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I only have that one. Be, yeah, That's right. It yeah, might. I only got one. Yeah. Yeah, it might. It oh, might. I wanted to ask you about, there was an award show that you were a part of called the Carney Awards. Right. Is that, is that, no, is that no more? Well, Are we you? haven't been able to get a hold of a, a big enough sponsor to keep it going. Okay. We did it for a few years, and uh, it was very successful. It was uh, the Carney Awards... Um, for character actors. Yeah. And it was a great idea by my friend Jim Katz and David Katz. And they came up with it. Um, and it, it honored all these character actors that you see on television all the time mm-hmm. and in movies. And you go, oh, I love that guy, or I love that guy. And you girl. don't know his name. She's, yeah, she's, she's so yeah. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. What the heck is her name again? Mm-hmm. So you have to look up the movie she's in and yeah. then find out who she is. Well, this gave them a chance to be, you know, the stars. Mm -hmm. Because these movies are no good without the character actors. You know, you can have your stars, Mm -hmm. your Tom Cruises and Mm -hmm. all that, uh, Mm -hmm. but you need backup, you know. and uh, And it's often someone that the people are relating to. It's like, you know, it's this connection, you know, not just the lead actor, but it's this connection you, you really have with, yeah. with that actor. Yeah. I almost feel and closer. The, right, right. And the great job that he or she has just done. Oh, yeah. they're such great actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we, we did that a few years, and it was really just a lot of fun. Yeah. We had so much fun doing it. So we're still looking for some sponsors. Uh, we'd like to get a, you know, a sponsor like um, 
you know, Pizza Hut, because Norton was always eating pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, have them donate a half a million dollars or something. Yeah, I'm sure Domino's they can afford or, it. Yeah. You know, or, or uh, Burger King or, you know, and one of those fast food places. That, or Benjamin Franklin Plumbing. No. Yeah, that too. That would be good. Yeah, Roto Rooter. Yeah, yeah, That'd be classic. No, I watched the. Uh, Might have been the last one, which is a couple of years. ago. It was on Cozy TV. Mm-hmm. Great. And then you had a little quiz, quiz show, or right. I guess the guests, the character actors. Yeah, the character yeah. actors. Yeah, they had a quiz show, and then uh, we would have a character actor come out, and uh, they had to guess what his name was. <laughs> It's just very funny because you know the guy so well yeah. and you don't have any idea yeah. what yeah, his name is. Yeah, you've seen him in all this stuff. You know, and he's standing there and, you know, feeling degraded, <laughs> like, nobody yeah. knows my name. Yeah, yeah, but, you had the actual person. Yeah, yeah, standing there, you know. Yeah. It was great. It was great. And we actually had Harrison Ford come out and uh, wow. present an award also, mm-hmm. which it was w- pretty exciting. It wasn't Jason Alexander on the board. He could have been on the board, yeah. He he never showed up to one of the shows. Okay. But but we had some great character actors that received awards. If you ever want to look it up, just... Macy. Yeah, just look up thecarneyawards.com, and you can see all the the people that we have. Steve Buscemi, it's just so many of them. It was great. So one last question Mm -hmm. is, what would you say is your favorite Honeymooners episode? And there's probably more than one. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, it's a tough one because there's parts of each one that are just really stand out. I have to say that one of my favorites was when they were on the train, the two of them. Yeah. Uh, Ralph and Norton going to Biz- Bismarck, North Dakota. I think they were, wasn't it Minneapolis? They ended up in Minneapolis? Or they? No, the train, it turns out, was going to somewhere oh, yeah. else. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they were looking for the girls, mm-hmm. and the girls never made the train. But I think some of the stuff in that, when they're in the bunks, and uh, some of the lines from there, you know, mind if I smoke, I don't care if you burn. (laughs) That's one of my favorites. And also the $99,000 answer. Yeah. Yeah. Where they rent a a, a piano. It's just great. That that is a great, you know, ending Mm -hmm. to sum it all up. That, That was just, that was a really good one. Yeah. And Cramden, of course, you realize watching show after show how much he was in love with his wife. He would have done anything for her. And all that screaming and, you know, bang, zoom and all that, he never would have touched her. Yeah. And once in a while, I'll run into somebody that has a complaint about oh, that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Well, mm-hmm. he was just he was too mean to his wife mm-hmm. and this and that. And uh, I kind of feel like they missed the point about how much he adored her. Oh, yeah. Right. They took it to an extreme. You know, it yeah. was so extreme between the vocal... And what would really be done, it's so spread apart that yeah. uh, that's the interest in it. Yeah. I think they, yeah, yeah they kind of missed the, the comedic part of that. <laughs> Not that it's a funny thing, you know, <laughs> you know, spousal abuse or anything like that. But it was. Yeah, the, people are a little uptight. And the writing of that show, too. Those writers <laughs> were just so simple and yet so funny <laughs> and so relatable to everyday conversations. You know, I hear it all the time. I hear lines well, it's amazing. From the show. There's still probably millions of fans out there. Yeah, that still watch the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I show up to uh, some of these places uh, that I frequent, and I bring the Norton hat, and I have that in there too. Oh. Okay, we haven't brought that out yet, yeah, but we're gonna have yeah. to see. That um, well. And they get so excited. These real honeymoonies, they call them, mm-hmm. <laughs> that they 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 get scared of 
to touch it. Yeah. And they go, no, it's too iconic. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't go near that. I think it should be in a museum. You know, yeah. well, I, you know. Someday I guess, it will, yeah. It will probably, but right now I, I get so much pleasure out of bringing it to places. Oh, yeah. I brought it to retirement homes. And, um, Weren't you somewhere the other night? I was just at a place. Someone yeah. posted a picture of. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was just. Boy, I can't get away with anything with you. <laughs> yeah, I was at a restaurant called I'm Arturo's. Watching. Yeah. In uh, Mayapak, New York, yeah. and um, my girlfriend Maggie's brother Joe is friends with a guy, and they got talking about the honeymooners, and the guy said, "Geez, do you think he'd ever bring the." the hat and the Oscar in and uh, he said, yeah, he probably would. And uh, I love doing it. I get so much pleasure out of it. These people are genuinely in love with that show. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. You and I went to, first time I met you, we went to the Honeymooners musical. Oh, that was. the Paper Mill Playhouse. I wanted to hear about that. Yes. That was a couple years ago or? That was, when was that? Three or four years ago. Yeah. yeah, Or more. Yeah, Yeah. 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 But that, that was, I saw it twice too. Yeah. And um, I was so disappointed that that didn't come to Broadway. I know. Because it was so great. And I'm not saying that because... Uh, no, it was. You know, the, the, the cast, actors, oh, yeah. the acting, the singing and the music and mm-hmm. the dancing and stuff, it was really yeah. exceptional. Yeah. I, I was just amazed. The that girl that played Alice went on to Broadway. Oh, she was in, great. In Beetlejuice as yeah, one she, of the main cast. She so was that great. tells you... That song she sang on the stairway mm-hmm. uh, just blew me away. Yeah. yeah. No, that was a, I said to my wife that one of the greatest <clears throat> nights of my life, yeah. <laughs> besides, you know, getting married and the birth <laughs> of my son. But And Trixie was there too. Yeah. Trixie, she was there opening. Joyce Randolph. Well, we went back opening night. Yeah. And she was in the restaurant. And I got a picture of her um, wearing the Norton hat. Oh, okay. Because I had the Norton hat to bring yeah, we backstage. Yeah, to the after party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Charlie Brown's. Mm-hmm. And, that was great. And um, I went backstage and met the guy who played Norton. Mm-hmm. He was thrilled to put the hat on. Mm-hmm. Was, <laughs> he was terrific. Yeah, the whole cast was great. Yeah, and the girl, um, I think her name is Leslie Kreicher, something mm-hmm. like that, who played Alice. She took video, and then Asbury Park Press picked up on the video. What they say went viral. Yeah, you know, for, yeah. Yeah. Hey, it was no, a great was, show. Yeah. Do you want to do some music trivia? Or yeah, sure. I think I think we should do music trivia. Get okay. get back to the music. What is this asking me about music? No, you're going going against me. Yeah, yeah. That's the way we do it. See, that's why I think possibly. Oh my uh, god! You know, this but, guy's this guy's a pro though. Well, <laughs> well, we're we're going to find out. Whenever we do trivia, you know, we have done it differently. Whenever I compete against Jim on the show, he always wins. But I'm not saying he's going to, you know. The tops here, but no, you always get me by by a little, just a point or two. to get the book. Yeah, well, let's do that. I hope you're going to ask questions about a lot of like 50s, <laughs> 50s and 60s music. I'm a little better at that. Oh, yeah. Here's I, am just, I am just impressed that you bring all three to the table. Wow. Well, this is the... Look at that. Look at that. Uh, is it uh, gray, green? The lighting is a little low in here. What it's like a grayish green, grayish green. <laughs> I think. Yeah, grayish And it green. has a wow. couple of red spots on it. I saw that. It wouldn't be blood because it would be dried up. So. Uh, no, I, you know what? I The only thing I can think of is that again. During, the, uh, oh, wow. during the shooting of the episode where they get drunk on the grape juice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. That would be something. the only yeah. thing that I can think of because... Mm-hmm. 
It's right on the front here, and you can see it in, in photos and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then there's some more here on the brim. <laughs> You're standing in it. <laughs> yeah. See, there's some on the brim. Yeah. Yeah, because grape juice definitely wow. stains completely. That's the only thing I can think of. Mm -hmm. I tried finding one of those called cask. You know, that they have the, the grape juice in. You know, I wish I could yeah. find one of those. Oh, is it, did it have like straw on the outside yeah, of it? Or yeah, Wicker? Like, where do you even... Oh. I don't even know if they make them. I, I think like uh, Matus wine used to come in or something oh, like okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. And we're still recording? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. We're still yeah. in the air. This could be embarrassing. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, so Brian, if you you know if you get none of these, you know we can we can discuss editing, but uh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll see what don't get mad at us. Yeah. Rosemary Clooney. We don't oh. have that. Far okay. Now. All right. So uh, the way we do this is I uh, we'll choose someone who's going to get the question, and of course, if you don't get it in ten seconds or so, or tw uh, twenty or twenty-five, um, it goes to the other person. The other person could oh, answer. Oh, you know? okay. So, we'll, we'll so there's that. no buzzer around. Yeah, anywhere. no. But if you get it right, there's no buzzer. But if you get it right, then of course, you know, you're going to hear yeah. that. And there's no prize. Yes. Well, it's like a uh, brand new Buick. It's like <laughs> it's like whose line it is, is it anyways, where the points don't matter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You want to go first, or you want whatever you want to do. Yeah, he can go first here. All right. Okay. So, yeah, this is uh, this is on the fly here. So uh, I don't. Look away. Yeah, and I don't have the. Well, I don't have the answers right here. I have to go refer to that. Mm -hmm. So, um, Brian. Yeah. From which early '60s group did three of the original four Young Rascals come? From the which young? early '60s group? Uh, Aren't they multiple choice? It's a multiple choice. Here it is: The Ventures, Joey D, and the Starlighters. Or the Dan Lears. So three out of four of the Young Rascals came from this group. I'll say Joey D and the Starlighters. All righty. I asked to see if you're right. It's going to take a while. <laughs> Do you know it's the not answer? That. No. And the answer is Joey D and the Starlighters. Wow. Oh, oh, you got one yeah. point. Peppermint Twist. Yes. I saw them at a club in New York City called the Phone Booth, the Young Rascals. <laughs> And I saw, also saw Joey D and the Starlighters at the uh, bar that they played on, on 46th Street. Did they have something to do with a group called the Critters, too? Oh, something. they did? Yeah. I think some of the rascals were... That's a younger girl, keeps a rolling Because I think the Critters are still around. Yeah. Weren't they from New Jersey? They could have been. Maybe. Okay. They could have been. All right. Uh, so, Jim, you get the next one okay. here. And um, we're going to the same time period. That's what I'm going to try to be fair, you know, and, mm -hmm. and uh, not go uh, that way. So, uh, Jim, which famous solo performer toured in 1965 as a Beach Boy when Brian Wilson quit performing? So, which solo performer okay. toured? With the Beach Boys? As a so Beach Boy, as, yes, okay. yes. Which one went from solo to Beach Boy? Can't be John Stamos. So, <laughs> Dick Cavett, say Dick Cavett. Uh, so choices are Brian Hyland, Lou Christie, or Glenn Campbell. I'm going to, I don't know the other people. I'm going to go with Glenn Campbell. And you are correct. Oh. All right. <laughs> That's what, that would have been my guess too, yeah. honestly. Uh, I think we're still back, back a few decades here. So Brian, mm -hmm. what is folk rock singer Donovan's last name. Oh, Donovan. Licht, Spedding, or Sturdly? Could, could you, could you please repeat those names? Did you? They, they're, not, they're not easy to say. And, uh, I thought you hiccuped. Yeah, yeah. obviously uh, Mike doesn't have, uh, doesn't have this answer. <laughs> All right, let me get them. Well, he wants you to repeat. 
Gotta find it again. Back to the Donovan's arcade. last name. Yes, Donovan's last name. Leech or licked. That's what it is. Leech. That's what. That's the leech. answer. So if I had said it correctly, you would have gotten it. Yeah, right leech. Away. Yeah, leech. And uh, the spelling of leech is L E I T C H. Yep. All right. And uh, and uh, I think I think Brian wants to, wants to hit that bell there. Go ahead and hit that bell there. All right, Leech. That is correct. That is correct. So we got all of them right so far. It is Brian two, Jim one. Did you know that? No, Leech. No. no. I think he said Leitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's either. Uh, well, I know someone named Lichty. It looks like licked oh. without the Y on the end. Licked. Le- oh, let's keep it clean Leech. here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Licked. <laughs> We had to go British on uh, the, yeah, we had to use a British word in that last podcast that we just did. But anyway, we're going to keep it, we're going to keep it clean. All right. Yeah. All right. Ar- it was arse. Arse, yes. Yeah. 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 Jim didn't want to say the, the ass. Yeah, so, oh, you didn't yeah, want to say yeah, the ass. Yeah, so arse. arse. Yeah. We, uh, we interviewed uh, someone who uh, was able to use arse and shite maybe uh repeatedly there all right so this is um this is a this is a, yeah yeah you've been into the grape juice yeah getting into the grape juice oh harder questions you ask me a harder one you want a hard one sure oh right you got a hard but one. then you have to give him a hard yes one. yes yes, yes. <laughs> all right it is two to one so this is the uh the second uh question for uh jim before he teamed up with the Dakotas, who was Billy J. Kramer's backup band? Yeah, I think it's hard. Um, the Coasters, the Flagstaffers, or the Pennsylvanians? Whatever the first one. The Coasters. The Coasters was the first one. And I think you're going to guess that one because it's the only one that you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Well done. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was okay. the Coasters. Was... <laughs> I would have said the Flagstaffers. Yeah, yeah. The Pennsylvanians or whatever. All right. So, you know, I don't know if this one's as hard, but it's under the hard ones here. Mm-hmm. So, um, by the way, uh, I knew nothing about that last question. Mm-hmm. So we are uh, two and two. We got one more question each. Okay. Okay. Brian, what Beatles song did American songwriter Jerry Lieber say was the best song ever written? Which Beatles song? Was it Eleanor Rigby, A Day in the Life, or Revolution? Day in the Life. Uh, oh. oh, do I get to steal? Yes, and you get to steal. So let me, let me, because uh, this, this, uh, this is for thousands of dollars. I think it's yeah. 50000 <laughs> yeah. So we get, get right back to it here. Was it... Eleanor Rigby. Mm-hmm. Eleanor Rigby, A Day in the Life, or Revolution? I'm going to say Eleanor Rigby, then. And you've got it. Okay. And you've got it. And Day in the Life was... <laughs> no, that's, that's a good song. With the... On the Beatles channel, on Sirius XM, Day yeah. in the Life is the number one oh, Right, okay. right. I, I, would, song. I would have not have said Eleanor Rigby. I would have said yeah. A Day in the Life. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's not your standard Beatles... No. Love song, or yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it's okay. that syncopated rhythm. It could be music. I, that's one I used to sing. There's got oh, yeah, you did. I used to sing yeah. Eleanor Rigby. Wow, yeah, okay, you know it well then. There's something you know with that that constant bass, and then everything else flows around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 okay. I think we're. I think we're done. With that. I think we're done. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you very you, much, guys. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, we really got enjoyed a, it. We got a um, appointment at the Colonnade Room. Colonnade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're going. Yeah, we're meeting. Remember Bill Davis? He's meeting us there. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Brian, it's such a pleasure meeting you and uh, and hearing the stories and uh, seeing you face to face. 
Well, it's, I've, I've enjoyed it thoroughly. I really have. It was a good time. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to No Good Music. Today's interview was produced and edited by Jim Thatcher and recorded at the Did You Say 7 Studios in Washington, New Jersey. You can find No Good Music on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Pandora, and almost anywhere you listen to podcasts. 